Oh, I have a question. Okay, shoot. Should we randomly cold call Alan on this? The new Alan? Yeah, turn down the TV. I can hear the TV. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voicemail box that has not oh, been he's calling. yet. Second Alan. Yo, what's up, man? Hey, you're live with uh, me and me and Dave, except for you can't hear Dave talking. Oh, yeah. Oh, Why is that? Uh, because I'm on headphones. <laughs> you just watching the game right now? Or uh, we're, we're recording the podcast. Uh, okay, cool. Okay, real fast. Do you have like 30 seconds? I can uh, ask you some questions. Sure. First question How happy are you to win your first game in the new league? I don't know. Um, you know, good old tight end could fumble it 28 times <laughs> for the loss. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, I guess you would have to catch it, so then, like, that'd have to be, like, 28, and then half of 28, so 14 plus 28 is, uh, 42, uh, 42 fumbles there. What's Hashtag that? Agent Zero got it, Matt. <laughs> so, so there's a chance. <laughs> but it is, yeah, it feels good. Um, you know... I feel like uh, the competition was kind of easy, if you ask me. You know? <laughs> uh, even though my uh, number one uh, running back choice didn't really pan out, but you know, he'll make it up next week. It's all good. Yeah, it's a it's a good thing you made that flex that flex move. Yeah, I mean it was it was mainly to get yeah put more points on the board because I mean I had a I think Lockett's pretty good. Uh, flex, and then I needed a, I needed a running back because, um, yeah, singular is, is not good. <laughs> do you do you have anything else yeah. you want to say to the league for the first podcast of the year? Um, I don't know. And put me on the spot. No, not really. Other than, I mean, other than your team. And maybe, uh, let me see what the teams are quick. Who's, who's, who is, one second, let me pull up. Who is, I think it's 10,000 Indians. That's Garbage team. Yeah, I 10,000 Indians is going to be. Dave's yelling at you right now telling you it's a garbage team. 10,000 Indians and who's a football team? That's uh, Nick okay. Browning. Okay, yeah, those are the few teams to look out for. We'll All right. What can happen? You heard it here first. The Zacco is going to be between Scott and. Oh, no, it's. Uh, who did I say it was? It's Nick. It's going to be between Scott, Scott and Nick. Zacco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, I appreciate you taking the time for to do an interview to kick it off. We figured since you are the newest in the league, we'd let you have the first shot. And thank you for answering the call. All right, cool. Hey, if anyone's going to be in uh, Portland or Vegas this next week, I'll be there. Uh, or actually, I'll be there Thursday and Friday. So let me know.
All right. Well, we might need you to just place a few bets, but we'll see how it goes. All right. Cool. All right. See you, brother. See you. Welcome to Gino and Dave's Fantasy Fiber, where each week we talk about a moderately okay fantasy football league, the Kodiaks. I'm Dave. And I'm Gino. Uh, we got five minutes. This one's the one we take about 55, but uh, let's get after it, Dave. Welcome back. Holy crap. What a year. <sighs> I don't know if you guys know this, but 2020 has been kind of rough, and there's one bright side to unify us all together. And that's the NFL is playing football, and they went the whole first week without a single test being positive for COVID-19 or 20 or 23 or whatever we're calling it now. And that means they're going to play next week, too. I'm so happy to see it. Actually, there is one more bright spot also. What's the Kodiak that? Trophy is in Nick's hands. We have the trophy back. The league is whole again. Yeah, I mean the trophy's back. It's in, it's uh it's belongs to the league once again. It's had a little little rough time. It seems like 2020's been rough on it as well. So hopefully, I'm looking forward to at Nick's you know reviving of it. If I were him, I would take full opportunity of this because no one's gonna argue whatever he does to it. So if I'm him, oh man, it's gonna be it would be you know an amazing sight to see great audio that i'm doing right here because i can't even show you what i'm thinking about in my brain but uh i'm no, jealous guess, that nick has this opportunity like, it's got like far riding elway cowboy style <laughs> just like all over the trophy because that is a terrible quarterback uh, it has such classic like classic hall of fame players like adrian peterson who no longer played uh other guys who've retired frank gore Frank Gore, <laughs> Carlos Hyde, all the guys who have been done now for a couple of years. Yeah, all uh, the guys are no longer in the league. LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, remember how good and, he was? And Yeah, <laughs> at the bottom, you got to slice a Papa John's pizza. And that thing's <laughs> just going to stay right there. Just, I mean, he. if I were him, I would just make it like a full Peyton Manning forehead and call it the seven head trophy or something like that. <laughs> the Kodiak Seven Head Trophy. We could put literally years of people's names on there and not run out of room. And not run out of room. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, it's it's so good that football is back. Um, I full, honestly, full, go you go ahead. Okay, so honestly, one, I didn't think it was going to come back this year. I, I did not think. I was like, yeah, this is a joke. You know, the MLB, NBA can't keep their shit straight. They got COVID all over. Uh, really impressed they came back. And, you know, during all the turmoil right now, I like the way they came back. I thought it was classy. I thought it was very, like, let's do this together. Uh, you know, one nation, one team, one fight. So, I, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I thought the moment of unity was pretty cool. Uh, there was all kinds of rumors about what they were going to do and what they were going to be protesting and what they are going to come out there and... And uh, people were getting very, very triggered before anything had actually happened. And, you know, I thought the moment of unity bringing both teams together, you know, we're fighting a war together on the gridiron, but the war of like fighting against COVID-19 and racism and everything, all the turmoil in the world, like we're going to band together. And I thought that was a pretty cool example. 
I thought the yahoos that were booing at the game were ridiculous, but I do find it very hypocritical that then they sat there and watched for three hours. Um, I don't know how much those tickets cost. Maybe, you know, at that point they were like, I can't give up this money I just spent, you know, so. <laughs> well, honestly, like more importantly, there was only about 40,000 people in America that got to go to an NFL game this week. Yeah. Jacksonville and KC were the only people letting fans in. So, you know, you got to do it for the gram at that point. They still, they're still snapping, man. They're still Instagramming. Uh, yeah, they're like, I don't have a stimulus check coming, so I spent all my money. I have to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. You can spend the money from your Social Security that you got to pay back later. Yeah, uh, it's, it's fine. It'll be 20% interest. No worries. Uh, can that be the controversy for this week, that most of the people in the Kodiak League uh, are being forced to take money they don't want and then have to pay back in January? Or yeah. I mean, that that definitely can be the controversy, and it sucks. I mean, unless you take it and you put it on red, and then you win. I mean, Alan's going to be in Vegas. Should we just all feed him some money, put it on red? <laughs> no, man. I'm going to put it on the Cardinals to cover the spread. Ooh. You mean on the Cardinals and the over? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> Kyler Murray and New Hopkins... They are oh. already firing on all cylinders. That's got to make you really happy. Oh, it's so glorious. You, you have no idea. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald needs a swan song. I'm not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl, but, like, let's just let him go out on a positive note and let him, you know, break whatever records he's got left to break and have, like, a final good season on a great team and, you know, be able to leave a legacy behind that he's proud of because he's the greatest human on the earth, basically, and I want him to have a good final year. I mean, that's great. Uh, I think, you know, they did just beat the biggest losers from last year. True. Right? Number two. Number one losers. Yeah, yeah, number one losers. Yeah. Uh, basically, the Brian Katowski of the NFL. Uh, <laughs> always a bridesmaid. So they did just beat them. So they got a chance this year. Uh, on the other side, my favorite team, you know, it was a nail-biter, but we found out at the very last minute Trubisky was going to be the starter, and everybody was excited. <laughs> I, honestly, that wasn't who I thought they were going to say was going to be the starter. So it kind of was a nail biter. Yeah, and then you go out there and you DeAndre Swift it, and the and the, and the Bears win. Dude, I heard a nickname for him today at, on the Ballers podcast, DeAndre Whiff. Oh man, that kind of yeah. that hurt my soul. <laughs> I just. I really appreciate the fact that even though first Allen has learned to stop drafting uh, Lions running backs, they can still find a way to let him down. It's really, <laughs> it's really like, it just makes 2020 feel like home. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of home, we uh, kind of remember what we do on this podcast. We're a little bit winging it here, but you know what? We made the time work. We worked it out. Dave's like, half asleep and I'm just waking up and uh, you know, we're going to go ahead and start getting into this thing as if 2020 was 2021. All right. First up, welcome to the league. Second Allen versus Brian. Uh, and second Allen came in swinging. I mean, he came in making draft pick or not draft pick. Sorry. Making trades like, minutes before the game started, just so he can make sure he whooped up on the commissioner. And just took him out, like, 
not even close. Beat him while he was still down. He was unconscious and he kept punching. And Allen, second Allen, as his name goes, because he's the second Allen, with the name two girlies in one cup, but neither of those players on his team throws up 131 points and is still running because, full disclosure, we are in the second quarter of the second Monday game right now. Do you know what's scary about second Allen's team? This is the absolute floor for Saquon Barkley. This is probably pretty close to a consistent floor for Brady. It's probably the floor for Chris Godwin. Like, his players didn't even all show up. Hell, even Lockett only got 92 yards and couldn't find the end zone on a day that Russell blew up. So Allen's team has, second Allen's team, has just everywhere to grow into. And I don't think you're going to see huge drop-offs from Juju. I think it's a bounce-back year. I mean, the only real question mark on his team is Chris Carson. And that has nothing to do with Chris Carson. That has to do with Pete Carroll being an asshole. Yeah, I mean, I think as long as Chris Carson stays healthy, uh, he's still going to be out there to produce from. I mean, he had six rush attempts, and the big thing that they're doing is they let they let Russell throw the ball, and Chris Carson apparently can catch now. Remember last year when he like had the one touchdown catch that he like popped up in the air and juggled twelve times, and then finally somehow held onto it. He actually looked good catching the ball this game. So if they're going to keep doing that for him, and then every once in a while he gets to rush the ball a lot. I think even Pete Carroll can't keep him down. Yeah. On the other side, Brian's team, I mean, Matt Ryan, please, please, Lord, I pray every day, Matt Ryan can keep up this 450 passing yard run because <laughs> Calvin Ridley needs those yards and those tutties. Um, Tyreek Hill, I mean, just a pretty good floor day. And Amari Cooper, sure. But then the rest of his team just literally didn't show up. Devontae Parker got hurt. Ingram seated all the red uh, the um, red zone work to J.K. J.K. had like two walk-off touchdowns. And then the Browns, oh my God. I only watched red zone this week, so I actually <laughs> didn't see any plays from the Browns. <laughs> but I heard they were terrible. Oh man, Baker's going to be looking for a job at Walmart next year. Pretty sure. They look bad. Uh, I... I watched a little more of the Browns because I had OBJ that I was invested in, and that didn't that that didn't feel good. But you know, honestly, Brian Brian's going to have to do something that he doesn't like to do, and it's going to be he's going to need to make some trades because even his bench guys, like you know, Ronald Jones looked as good as Ronald Jones has ever looked, and he got nine points. You know, I mean, Jordan Howard just just throw him, just trash him, like. He's got no one on his bench that he can even rely on to make up for the crap that happened on his, on his starting roster. So I know he hates the trade, but it's going to be a year where, you know, he also should hate to lose, and he's going to if he doesn't. I mean, he's already been talking about how he's a Zacco. Now, hear me out. Question for Brian's team, right? So Devontae Parker's out. He needs to fill the slot. What if he tried starting two tight ends? He's got Higby and Fant. I mean, one of them's good for a tutty every week, right? <laughs> 2020, the year of the tight end. I'm calling it right now. Yeah, you know he's going to play CeeDee Lamb because he's he's a Cowboys fanboy. And unfortunately, he's, that means he's going to have CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper going out there. So when Dak sucks and their offense doesn't look very good, like they didn't look great the other night, it's going to be real rough for him. I, I love CeeDee Lamb. All right, enough about these chump teams. Next up. <laughs> The roommate bowl, 
the the sluggers, the two sluggers, the preview of this year's championship game. Not today versus 10,000 Indians. Dave versus Scott. Yeah, uh, you guys both uh, hit your ceilings, I'm going to go ahead and say. And... <laughs> no, were hurt. You, you guys both had great teams. Um, you know, you went early with the Deshaun Watson pick, and you have Josh Allen just blowing up on your bench. Uh, I don't know what you're we haven't talked about this, but if I'm you, I'm probably trying to just keep riding Deshaun Watson because you have faith in him and seeing if you can get somebody to bite off on wanting to buy Josh Allen and what he can do, but. Uh, that's neither here nor there. Russell Wilson looked like the greatest quarterback in the league, like he tends to. And uh, he was he was razor sharp. His passes looked great. His decision making was perfect. I was just watching the game, and I had two tears, one in each eye. One because how great Russell was, and one because what was happening to my team. Yeah, and then uh, you know the rest of his players kind of showed up and did what they were going to do. The one thing I would say is he had a lot of faith in Austin Eckler kind of being a top-tier running back. And I think that a lot of people are realizing that Phillip Rivers was a big part of that. And they're not going to run Eckler between the tackles more. He'll get hurt, right? Uh, and Josh, uh, Joshua Jackson. No, not Joshua Jackson. That's Justin Jackson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Don't worry. I know the quarterback out there is Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> Wait, uh, what's that? I said, didn't he retire? <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Kelly uh, looked great, and uh, I think he's going to be the between tackles guy, so I think they're good to go there. And then, um, honestly, for the rest of his team, he, he has his team's pretty set up for success. He's got a good bench behind him, too. And he, he will be, for once, a formidable opponent. Let's just hope he doesn't mess it up with some blackout trade. Now, I think, man, I'm doing some on-the-air statting right here. right? So if we go all players, quarterbacks, week one of the NFL, I think between Scott and I, we had the top four. Oh, no, we didn't. Just missed it. Matt Ryan's week there. Uh, <laughs> but we had some really solid quarterbacks on our team and or bench. Um, yeah, shit, man. Good game, Scott. Solid win. I mean, I'm not sad about putting up 130 and losing to you. Your team went off. I think this is the absolute peak of your team's capability. Uh, they can't do any better. So hopefully they just keep producing <laughs> the exact same way. Speaking of can't do any better, your team did pretty good too. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Honestly, the fact that you put up the points you did when you have, you know, Boston Scott running out there because you lost Miles Sanders and you have Marvin Jones running out there because they don't have Kenny Galladay on their team. And I mean, you you should have you should have came out the, the victor in this game if it wasn't for that. But 2020 had to be 2020 the way it is, and injuries, big time injuries all across the league. And you you know you 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 fought hard, put up a good score. You would have beat most other teams. So I think that you have some positive games coming your way. Biggest surprise slash thing that brought a smile to my face is watching David Johnson go out there and tear it up. Oh, he was beautiful. Um, hot take for 2020. I think everybody should do this. Hold two decent quarterbacks because COVID will strike. Somebody's going down and we never know. Like the MLB has lost whole games to COVID. Sure. Sure. They can't start a team. 
So be aware that you may have to back your players up in ways that you've never done that before. Uh, Don't worry. I'll back my players, my players off in a way I've never done it before. And I'll pick up Baker Mayfield off the wire. (laughs) Manchester. (laughs) Now you have to do it. It's okay. You got a spot. You still don't have a kicker. (laughs) I still don't have a kicker and I will. Well, I've run out of time to play a kicker. So week one, my team, no kicker. No kicker. All right, next up, we got first Allen versus Brandon. Now is the time from the high ropes. He's already got a buck 30. He's aiming for a buck 50 today. Uh, if Derek Henry's the truth, maybe. If not, he's still going to you know, walk away with a win here. Uh, I mean, I'll let you take this away because one of your favorite players on Brandon's team. Oh, yeah. Derek Henry, not the truth. He's going to... No, the, the truth. His quarterback. I was actually getting... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kyler is the truth. Oh my God. I'm so jealous of him that he has Kyler and Devonte Adams on his team because those are two of my favorite players for 2020. And uh, he's going to be tough to beat just having them be the, you know, the backbone of his team. Unfortunately for him, he's got Derrick Henry who is just not going to return uh, to the level of what people think he's going to. We'll see. There is a second half season Derrick Henry theory out there where everyone's been beat up for, for half a season and then they can't stop this, you know, dump truck coming at them. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, as far as the rest of his team goes, they actually didn't do that well. Uh, he just really had Kyler Murray, Devontae Adams, and Julio Jones carry his team and then everyone else just kind of had to be on the roster. Uh, right. For Allen, Allen's team I think is more well-rounded, personally. Uh and if we were betting before this started, I would have bet he would have won. I think the big loss there is the Keenan Allen uh, low score because of the Chargers flailing offense, and then Lev Bell because of the Jets flailing offense. I oh, think those are three. What's that? The injury to to Lev Bell, so he got hurt, and Gase still put him back in. That's true. And it was like, oh yeah, I really shouldn't have done that. That was dumb. Because yeah. Adam Gates hates football players and fantasy and everything about it. Uh, no, I totally agree with you. I think first, Allen has a incredibly well-balanced team. He's got some injury risk there. He's got a big question mark, right? Does Kenyon Drake produce like he did at the end of last year? Right, His yeah. last four games in Arizona versus now he's the full-time back. So hopefully hopefully they pull out. Uh, here's, here's a hot take for you, Gino. And we need to figure out where this number is gonna gonna land for our shotgun bet. Cause I, you know, I'm just I'm in a betting mood. Okay. I'm trying to figure out the perfect number to pitch you for Julio Jones touchdowns for the season. <sighs> Julio touchdown I, Jones. Julio touchdown Jones. My my first reaction is over under five. That was the number <laughs> that was in my head. Five. Five was in my head. So let's call it six. Six is the over-under. <laughs> we Which both just said five, and you want to go at six. Yeah, I'm making it easy for you, man. Do you want the over-under? Or 5.5, how's that? 5.5, so that way six is the over. So 5.5 <sighs> touchdowns, which I'll, I'm giving it to you, man. What do you want, the over or the under there? Oh, my God. That's that such a t- I, I, I automatically assumed I had to take the over, and now that I have the option, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm going to take the over because Hulu touchdown Jones – should he had three last year, you know that, right? Should three. always the year exactly. before that. I think he had four. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, like regression to the mean. 
Julio Jones will get more than five and a half touchdowns this year. Julio right. touchdown Jones. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to code it. It will show up soon in the <laughs> Discord app. <laughs> All right. Anybody else you want to talk about with uh, First Allen and Brandon? Uh, sad for First Allen with Marlon Mack go out for the season. But other than that, uh, other than that, uh, I, I think, you know, tough loss for him. Yeah, we had two slugfests, and this one, yeah, tough loss, great win, well done, boys. Uh, maybe Brandon might drop Minnesota from his bench, because why keep not one defense, but two? <laughs> I don't know. Just a thought. All right, I'll throw it in your court. Let's go Gino versus Travis, the Fresh Prince versus he who must not be named. Uh, what do you got? What's your hot takes from this matchup? First off, for now on, I expect you to say the Fresh Prince of Hilaire. Oh, I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I like that. Yeah. Uh, as people can probably allude to my announcement there, I have CEH on my team. He was my first round draft pick, and I am ecstatic about it. Uh, I'm not worried about the six, you know, failed goal line rushes because he had six goal line rushes, and Andy Reid will find a way to make sure he gets in there. If they mattered, I think they would have schemed him different than just running into a team that's selling out to stop that run. Um, I, I'm i pretty happy about this team. I'm happy about the transactions made prior to the games even starting. I think my weakest link right now is my tight end, and it's Darren Waller. So, I mean, if he does 75% of what he did last year, I think I'll be happy. You know, it was the week of the tight end, and Waller didn't pull back. Uh, I think he's in good shape, though. With rugs going down, I mean, there's targets available. Josh Jacobs was picking up a lot of them, but I think Waller's in good shape. He's He's got a, you know, a known spot on an offense that's going to have to score points because yeah. I don't think the Raiders' defense is going to stop other teams. On the Travis side, I mean, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas. In one of my DRLs, I actually have this pairing exactly. And what the heck? Three receptions for 17 yards, and he got a high ankle sprain. Like, Michael Thomas had the worst opening week uh, I think I've ever seen. But besides that, I mean, Raheem Mustart put on a show. And didn't he? I think he lined up as a slot more than the running back. So that's okay in our league. It doesn't really hurt you as long as he gets the ball. Other than that, Travis's team really kind of crapped the bed. And they are our pop dropping locket this week. Oh, do you want me to do the sound now? I'll do the sound now. <laughs> All right. Bringing it back. Pop drop locket. Gino, we're Optimus, man. Who are we popping? Who are we popping? I'll tell you what. You know what? He he made a good call on not starting Mike Evans, uh, which would have been tough to do if I knew he was going to play. And he had John Brown in the starting lineup, and I think that was pretty awesome. What I'm going to say, though, is that his pop needs to be Mike Evans. I know oh. it's a bold take. I know it's a bold take because they didn't look good. Him and Brady were not on the same page, but they lost. I have a feeling if they want to win, him and Brady need to get on the same page, and Brady will make him eat kale ice cream every day with him until they're on the same page. So my pop is going to be Mike Evans. 
I like that. That's a good one. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people in the fantasy world have been comparing this year's Tampa Bay to last year's Browns. I don't think they're going to be bad the whole year. I think there's just a lot of change going on right now. They played a good, very good Saints defense. I think get a few games under their belt, they'll start feeling the rhythm, uh, making it happen. I do not expect Brady to have his first losing season uh, with Tampa Bay. I think my pop, and this is still a legitimate pop, T.Y., you know, he was involved. He four receptions for 50 yards. Like he wasn't obviously disappointed by 7.3 points, hoping for more, hoping for a tutty or something. But I think Jacksonville just came out to ball and Indianapolis is going to be fine. Phillip Rivers is going to be fine. The team's not hurting. Uh, I think T.Y. is going to come back and he's going to be your pop next week. He's going to blow up. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's a bad take. I, I think that it's still young in the season and he could be. You know, just to keep making the comparisons that we all know about, it could be Philip Rivers, you know, Keenan Allen for Indianapolis. But Question, it though. looked like after week one, it was Paris Campbell. Question, though. Okay. Is it is it fair to pick a pop wide receiver if they're going against Minnesota? Because after this first week, oh, Minnesota to the wide receiver is looking like Arizona to the tight end. Like they <laughs> could not cover it. Hey, Kittle didn't do anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, Dave. Lock. We're on to the lock. Who do you want to pop lock it? I mean, lock it. Michael freaking Thomas. Michael Thomas is not going to go out there and put up three for 17 ever again this year. He is double-digit target guy. He's going to have at least 50, 60 yards every game. And that's his floor, right? That's not getting in the end zone. I have no doubt, no lack of confidence. Michael Thomas, 100% lockdown. Do not worry about him. I'm sorry he had a bad game. We'll worry about his ankle. That might be a good it. But uh, other than that, I feel like you cheated. Oh, you're going to hold on to Michael Thomas. Cool. All right. Uh, my luck. <laughs> What's that? It's a lock for a reason, you know. <laughs> my luck would be a pop if he hadn't already popped. So now it's just got to be like a hold the line. It's Raheem must, must start. Oh, because, no. <laughs> I mean... If any of you listened to uh, the podcast last year, he was name was Raheem Mustart for a reason, and nothing changed. He is still Raheem Mustart. McKinnon actually looked pretty spry out there for the small plays he was putting there for, and he'll he'll play a good ancillary role, maybe catch some passes on the side, stuff like that. But when it comes to who your back's going to be, who your bell cow's going to be, it's Raheem, and just keep rolling him out there. Oh man! All right. So now it's time for the drop. This is always the hardest pick of the game. Uh, we always, you know, we want to pick one of your starters or at least somebody who's on the bubble, right? We don't want to just pick your bench trash that we all have. Uh, Gino, do you have a name? Because I got one. I can go first if you're not ready. I've got one too. You want to say it at the same time? Yeah. Is it a starter? No, it's not. Okay, mine's a starter. Oh, mine's, mine could have been a starter. I thought he was going to start him, but he didn't. Okay. Well, then, right, you say yours first. All right. This is going to sound weird because of the draft capital you probably paid for him. You're, but I also know somebody. Oh, you're not going to say James Conner. Don't do it. Don't no, do it. I'm not. I mean, that's not fair. James Conner's hurt. But I also have somebody that hosts this podcast with me that is going to be ready to trade with you. 
Because, again, it's not drop like you're going to drop him to the waiver wire, but it's drop off your team through trade. And it's Zach Ertz. And you could fire a trade off to Dave Daly for Zach Ertz right now. He'll probably give you something good. And then you go pick up Dallas Goddard and have the number one tight end for that team. Man, I was going to say Ertz, but I didn't want people jumping on Goddard during this uh, this waiver cycle. So, <laughs> way, to just, way to just cut me down right there, buddy. Uh, yeah, I think that's a great pick. I think Ertz is, uh, he's on a struggling offense. He's got a big name. He did not produce what you thought. Yeah, he got a touchdown. Awesome. But he had a third of the receptions of Goddard, and Wentz was looking trashy. Although the Washington football team's defense, you know, they added a Buckeye, which every team should do if they can. They also and added 11 rookies. Yeah. Well, Chase Young was ripping apart. <laughs> no, they look good. They did, for sure. And it's just a matter of fact that, like, Zach Hurts is still a good ball player, but he also, like, catches the ball and then trips over grass and falls down where Dallas Goddard, like, makes moves after the catch. You know what I mean? So um, all the contract stuff plays a part of it, too. I'm just saying if we're trying we're, – we're, we're, we're a podcast for the people, Dave. I can't just keep secrets from them so you do better. We're trying to actually help them out and – He's got the wrong tight end for that team, in my opinion. I think he does, too. That's a great pick. Uh, I'm going to go with a a very popular pick for this podcast, Drop Fournette. He is he's not the running back you thought he was going to be. All right? He's the number two on a team that's going to be pass first. He is He's going to be at least five or six weeks before he gets any value, in my opinion. I think it's safe. You can literally just drop him or try to sell his name. Uh, Delaney, I think his team needed some help. Maybe you can sell him to Delaney. He likes bad running backs on his team. It's just a thing he has. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, give him Fournette. He'll take him. All right. All right, moving on to our final matchup of the night. So this one, like Gino said, we're recording late uh, on Monday, so the games aren't over. We're holding off Tim versus Nick, the football team versus whoop, there it is. And it's not looking good for Timmy V. It's not looking good for Timmy V. I'm going to go ahead and say that he lost. And if anyone wants to uh, call me on it when they listen to the podcast, I'll do a shotgun if he wins. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and say he didn't win. Yeah, you can get that shotgun from both of the fivers because we're both just like, cut it now. You know what's really funny about these Monday night games? The level of just terrible play that we're seeing on Monday night is what I expected on Thursday night. Right. I expected, you know, no preseason. Everybody's getting warm. Thursday night was good. Houston came ready to play. Uh, actually, not that good, but at least they didn't have a ton of penalties. Oh, kind of dropped, they, kind of they came with they came with a they came with a game plan that they had tried hard to do. It's just that they ran into the Chiefs, right? Yeah, the like, Chiefs were good. Oh my yeah. god, the Chiefs didn't miss a beat from the Super Bowls for right now. No. But and and we have was, these at least it was these blocking. middling. T- these middling teams that suck playing. I mean, like, what are you oh going to do? God. And the Steelers game, there was like, how many turnovers <laughs> in a row? At one point, the Steelers turned it over. The Giants turned it back over. Dude, <laughs> I, felt, I felt so bad for the for uh, the Giants. They, they drove for like 10 minutes to get down to the goal line and then just <laughs> interception. <laughs> just lobbed at the defense. Or Boswell. Pinging the the upright oh, yeah. missing the extra point <laughs> after missing none last year. So, but anyways, that was just a hot take for tonight. Uh, okay, so Tim versus Nick. 
you know, Tim's team, it's it doesn't scare me. Like, he's only putting up 100 points. He might crest 110 if Melly has a good back half. I mean, the score is 7-7 versus Denver and Tennessee right now. So maybe maybe Melly turns it on. Uh, he's obviously, he's getting the opportunities. But his team isn't that bad. You know, Dak and the Cowboys, uh, they didn't look great this week. I think Dak will come back and, and continue to be the fantasy quarterback we expect. You know, a solid 8-12 to 12 play somewhere in there for QB for the season. Um, I like DJ Moore. Uh, I don't know if he has a lot of value with, uh, oh God, who's the new quarterback there? Teddy Bridge. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he has a lot of value with Bridge because he's just not the passing uh, quarterback that can get the ball downfield to a DJ Moore type wide receiver. But, you know, Allen Robinson looked okay in a bad Chicago game. Aaron Jones, honestly, shocked he didn't have more points with Aaron Rodgers going off like he did. But that's, I mean, that's part of the reason. And then you know Mixon's going to come back. I can go down all of Tim's team and make an excuse for almost every player on here. So I'm not super worried. Yeah, I mean, his team looks like the classic, um, you know, draft the team, the players that did well the previous year, not so much the projected players for the coming year. And I, I, I don't remember, was he was he doing auto-draft? Because that, that could be a big reason why. Oh, yeah, he might have. I'm not really sure. Yeah, so, I mean, because people are going to get rated, you know, high because of what they did last year or whatever. I think his team is going to be solid. I don't see it as a team that, like, you know, you'd be scared of playing every week, though, especially in a 10-team league like this where everyone's going to have pretty good teams. Uh, on the other side, though, I think that Nick's team is very volatile in the sense that they could put up 200 points and they could go to, like, 90 if somehow Lamar Jackson actually gets, you know, held in check. The odds of that, though, very slim. But there are odds that, you know, McLaurin, Metcalf, Kamara, Gurley could all have a bad week at the same time. Like, their, their floors are pretty low floors. I don't know. I mean, the Kamara thing is weird. I would usually say he has a high floor, but then we saw Latavius Murray take, like, a million snaps, and Kamara did everything in the air. So, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not saying don't play him as one of the top fantasy players out there, but... I think he has a volatile team where you could be scared going to play him and then come out of it and be like, wow, he didn't do anything this week. You and... have a solid 83. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that 83 so, was scary. <laughs> so I, I like your take on Kamara, especially with what was going on with Murray. Um, I think, honestly, Nick should be really happy with the workload share because Kamara has always been an injury risk. And he's the kind of player who's, taking these open field tackles that you just, you don't know what's going to happen. Like he could get hurt pretty easily. So sharing the workload, I think just gives Kamara the ability, hopefully to play the whole season. Um, Lamar Jackson. Oh my God. What a freaking steal as a keeper. Nick is going to hold that guy for five years to come. I think at oh. least. It's Easy. Disgusting. I mean, he, he only put up a measly 45 rushing yards too. I mean, Imagine if he actually cared about rushing a touchdown in. Oh, my God. Uh, Nick is going to be the other guy gunning for Goddard with me because we don't know if Kittle's going to be back next week. So there is that question mark here. Yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, it's scary that – well, it's not scary. It's, 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 it's weird that you look at his team and you think it looks really good and the things that can happen. And He was lucky to be playing one of the lesser teams – uh, this week, you know, short of playing 
our two commissioners, he was playing the, the weakest team for the week and and pulled it off. But I think that he'll have some big, big games to come. Well, I'm going to throw this out there. It's not like Nick's getting any stronger of a schedule. He goes against Brian next week. <laughs> so Nick is already walking off a, uh, a pretty easy start of the season schedule. Yeah, we got to look into the to the ones and zeros of how this got randomized. Because that was his <laughs> idea, I'm pretty sure, right? <laughs> no, no, it was mine. Uh, I know. He, he you called just it go out. with it, man. Okay, yeah, it was definitely Nick's idea. Nick <laughs> is the problem. There it is. Okay, so we got a question now, right? We've done all the games. It's time to pick our game of the week for next week. And as is the tradition of our show... We're going to pick it, we're going to take sides, and then somebody's going to owe a shotgun. I think the hardest game for either of us to pick for next week is going to be Scott versus Second Allen. Oh, man, that's a great pick. I think it's a solid. So I'm going to make that my pick this week, and you can choose the winner. All right, Scott versus Second Allen. Wow. Wow. And the Bucks get Carolina. <laughs> yeah, this is a hot take. Just so you guys know, I am literally dropping this on Gino right now. We normally discuss game of the week. Uh, you know what? We're a little sloppy. It's our first one back. So all right, it's, it's not that hard for me. I'm, I I can never pick Scott in any of these because I just don't trust him to win. So I'm going to go with Second Allen. Ah. Oh. That's who I wanted to. Damn it. Can we both take second Allen and then Scott does his own shotguns when his uh, beer free September's over? <laughs> I don't all right, that's probably how that works. All right, Scott. Uh, here we go. Side sidebar, Scott. All right. I need you to get your shit together and put up a good score next week. Uh, I can't be doing shotguns. I actually already owe Gino a shotgun. I'm about to go do it. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm about to shoot a white claw. All right. I don't have any regular beer at my house that's worthy of shotguns. So I need you to get your shit together and beat second Allen. Uh, all right. Please. And second Allen, all I need you to do is, you know, remind Tom Brady that he sucked and then everything will be fine. <laughs> I hate you both. <laughs> uh, well, do you know, you know what? We, uh, we did it. It's 2020. No, no we didn't. Episode. We, we didn't oh, do it. Oh shit. Awards. Oh my God. And we didn't even write any down. No, How it's okay doing? though. It's uh, okay. It's okay. You know why? Call me Baker. <laughs> Baker Gino's fantasy fiber. Well, because we're going to give the fireball to Scott. And it's going to be... What's that? As a player, you're giving it to Scott, just not one of his players? <laughs> well, it's going to be for Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. That's a great pick. I yeah. fully support that. Scott, you're already racking up stuff you need to pay for when september is over uh i will code it i yeah. will happily code that scott owes a fireball week one uh what player are we picking russell wilson you said perfect russell wilson done and easy and there's going to be a new rule this year that the new podcast doesn't come out until the fireball's done oh yeah that's 100 percent true so yeah. guys we'll talk to you again in october <laughs> No, it's Fireball. It's not even beer. I know. Well, okay. It depends what, you know, Scott thinks is proper for this month. Um, talk to you about Trashman while I oh. start looking at who's going to be XLR. 
Trash man's gonna go to Travis. We don't give them to players. We give them to like actual <laughs> NFL players. Like yes, Travis's team has actually gotten a lower score since we started. It's gonna be the combo: Drew Brees, Michael Thomas. Because <laughs> oh, Michael man. Thomas didn't get hurt till the very end of the game, so he had all game to be the play. number one wide receiver. I think I think we just give it to Michael. He needs the uh, pep well, talk. He so, needs to so, hear it. So us. here's what. Hear me out. Michael Thomas relies on what is he known for? The most targets in the league. He had five targets. So Drew Brees has to get some of this. Ah, oh, man. I don't know. Fine. Trash man. Whatever. Nobody <laughs> cares. Stupid award anyways. <laughs> Trash man. <laughs> it's a superhero no one wants on their team. <laughs> Uh, all right. After a quick look over all the teams, uh, Yahoo apparently is not giving me numbers this year for benches. So it's close between several teams. Uh, honestly, Scott almost won it, but you know how I feel about giving it to somebody who puts a quarterback on their bench. So it's going to Tim. He is the accelerator this week. Uh, his team only needed a little bit more to get over the hump, and he had fantasy points for days on his bench. He had Crowder, seven receptions, 115 yards, and a touchdown. He had the New Orleans Saints defense putting up <laughs> 17 points. And he had, he had Anthony Miller, I think is his name. Yeah. yeah, Anthony Miller for 76 yards and a touchdown for Chicago. So the X-seller this week, Tim, get these guys in your team. Go out there and, uh, and win one for the Gipper. And, Tim, just so you know, you cannot put a defense in the flex. So, no need to hold on to both of these teams. Can we? Hashtag new rules. <laughs> Hear me out. Kicker or defense of the flex, if you want them. I mean, Tim would be crushing it if we, if we could do that. I think if we actually made that change, re- reasonably, two to three teams every week would put a kicker in there. Because kickers are almost guaranteed points. <laughs> and some of our flex options are not. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, Dave. I'll let you uh, substitute points for uh, a, re- a real player for a kicker when we're playing each other. All right, and you're going to continue to not have them on your team. Uh, that sounds like a plan. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even. I don't even roster kickers, Dave. Okay, well, so we we do like to talk about new rules on this podcast, and you know what? We're doing everything out of order, so let's talk about it right now. Can we please get rid of the kicker for next year's fantasy league? Right. Uh, let's see. All in favor of getting rid of the kicker, say aye. Aye. All opposed. The ayes have it. Travis, <laughs> <laughs> Brian, code it. As Nick would say, uh, kickers are no more. It was a 2-0 unanimous vote. All right. No more kickers. I mean, I'm willing to start now. I already, I'm already there. <laughs> all right kodiaks well we did it we made it through a week one yeah um hopefully we'll have many weeks to come preferably 15 more and you know things will keep get keep getting better they always say the second wave's the biggest in the set let's just hope that 2021 is not that second wave <laughs> seriously all right kodiaks <laughs> Y'all have a great week, and good luck next week in all your matchups, especially in your DRLs. 
because a lot of times they're the only game that really matters. <laughs> That's so true. See ya! See ya! I almost pressed end my call. intro music was Happy Whistle by Scott Holmes. <laughs> yeah. I like how you say it every time. <laughs> I have to. No, that's the rules. So the, the license that we have for that music is we have to say his name every time. I even right, but it can't be a recording? Well, it could be, but I say it every time. <laughs>